All right, episode number 75, Illini Basketball Podcast, right? Uh, 25 away from 100. We are, and I haven't mentioned that yet, and I feel like (laughs) it was proper that we mentioned it here uh, in this one, as uh, it is November 14th is the day of today, and uh, Uh yeah, we are, uh, you know, looking to uh, talk about, you know, victory, last Kofi game coming up. That's a big factor. Neither of us wearing a line related gear, which could be <laughs> a jinx for tomorrow's <laughs> game, but we hope that it's not. And uh, Arkansas State. So Illinois goes in, and Arkansas State, by all metrics, is better than Jackson State. They didn't yeah. look the part. And we'll get to their coach eventually, which, sure, my God, uh, that guy is an absolute bum. But we'll <laughs> get to all that. I mean, this, this game was – I, I I don't want to say easy, but it felt pretty easy. Yeah, it, it got close. Uh, I mean, I, close. It was what a four point game at one time in the 24, first half. Twenty four eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. Um, Illinois was up eleven with four minutes in the half, and then you know it got to twenty two at half. So uh, I do think that Arkansas State's bench did have a legitimate beef with some of the calls early. I think Illinois was getting a lot of calls, which, you know, it's the number 11 team at home. They're going to get some calls, right. but they were getting a lot of calls. There were a lot of fouls. Going. A lot. I think too many. Arkansas State had how many in the first half? 19 or something? 14. Illinois was in the double bonus in like the first seven minutes. Yeah, so. it was a bit ridiculous. But at the end of the day, that doesn't give their coach the right to act like a complete ass, which is exactly what he did. He made an absolute fool of himself. Yeah. And you know what's bad when you have – the comment section of the Arkansas State thing. They have a fan of Arkansas State, probably a guy who went there because God knows nobody's rooting for them if you don't go there, uh, <laughs> saying, tweeting at the athletic director that I've been seeing a lot more of this people complaining about our coach after games. So their coach yeah. is a loser. Yeah. An they, absolute douche. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're not clown. wrong. The guy's a clown. Um, I, I guess uh, starting five uh, – I was a little surprised about uh, Demonte's back on the bench, not starting. He's not so, playing like a starter, so I don't blame Underwood yeah. for making that move. So we had Frazier, Curbelo, Grandison, Payne, and Hawkins. Um, do you think that? I mean, do you think it's going to go Hawkins, Kofi when Kofi's back? I don't see why not. Right? Yeah. I mean, might as well. I think that they have enough on the bench at this point in terms of length to feel good about the second rotation. I mean, the second rotation at this point, when Kofi's back, uh, is going to be what Plummer, Demonte. I would think Goody's in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Payne, and then whoever the fifth is. I mean, I'm sure they right. won't. They won't all go out at once. The starting five will not all go out at once. But yeah, and the, I don't know and- who the tenth guy is. And I guess the only reason I say Hawkins is because he was clearly the player of the game. Um, like we agree on this 17 points, 12 rebounds, four blocks, four assists. He seriously seemed like he was everywhere on the court all at one time. He'd go do something down at, you know, the offensive end, get a rebound, a putback. He'd come down, take a charge or get a block. Um, and when he was, when like the one block I remember was the one where he, he tipped it up kind of and then sprinted after it and got to it. I mean, yep. he didn't, he didn't smack it out into the second row or anything. It was very controlled. Uh, he's, he's been impressive. Um, I bet Arkansas state's bench was pissed about the way that he celebrates too. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he, he reminds me a lot of uh, who's that guy from Gonzaga. Uh, oh yeah. Timmy. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of him. Uh, and, and my brother said he goes. I love that he celebrates every time. I said Hawkins is literally the same guy. 
but yeah, I know, mean, um, nothing wrong with being excited to play the game. He just, he's yeah. got to keep showing it and he's going to have to show it against high caliber teams, you know, um, Which they're not really going to see one uh, on paper at least until Arkansas, if that's the game. Right. Um, Which how good is Arkansas this season? I don't think that Arkansas in non-conference is that Cincinnati's big. Cincinnati's doing all right though. Right. I mean, yeah, I think they're another won. Cincinnati's probably, I don't know. Are they slightly better than Marquette. I don't know. I, mean, I would say, I don't know. You'd have, to, <laughs> you'd have to give me those numbers, but. Well, metrically speaking, I would say that they're ranked a little bit worse, but it's close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, Arkansas uh, State's not good, by the way. So that's, and yeah. So speaking of numbers, uh, have you seen that Ken Palm has Hawkins as number seven right now for player of the year standings? <laughs> it's interesting. Does it matter? Probably not. No. But, uh, you know, Illini Nation is excited. So, yeah, I mean, are you excited, Ethan? No, it's, I'm not. <laughs> I don't, I don't honestly know how anybody could be excited over that. Like, who uh, cares? Yeah. To be um, fair, it's two games against bad opponents. I mean, it's not exactly. We'll who see. Who else is on that list? Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it. I mean, I have Ken Palm subscription. I got it. And right I, it's, it's impossible to find it. Uh, EJ Liddell's leading it. Marcus uh, Sasser from Houston. True Timmy's three. Zach Eady's four. Sheboy's five. Keegan Murray from Iowa is six. That's all you need to know that this list stinks. Uh, Hunter Dickinson's nine. And your boy <laughs> TJD is 10. I wonder what that's based off of. I'm guessing just efficiency over over the games. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, that is a big factor. You know, you have 17 points, 12 rebounds, four blocks, four assists. Those are pretty good numbers putting up. So, regardless of who it's against, but um, seven seven of 13 from the line, Hawkins was. Yeah, he uh, replaced old Kofi in the free throw shooting category. They are terrible from the free throw line. Terrible. I, I mean, they weren't that bad, but when one guy goes, it feels bad. Goes fifty percent basically, and he shoots thirteen of your thirty-eight. It's going to make a difference. But. Thirty-eight free throws. My God, it's <laughs> a lot. Uh, uh, Curbelo, were you surprised with ni- only nineteen minutes? You think that no, he just he did. <laughs> So he must have got a second foul, or maybe the technical was his second foul, because I don't think he played the rest of the second half after that, like with seven minutes after whatever it was. Um, yeah, uh, well, they were blowing them out. That's a big factor. And it seems like Underwood likes Plummer a lot because he played yeah. 27 minutes. DeMonte got 18. I feel like you're easing him back in a little bit. You know, he's a high-energy guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, fresh. I do. I do. I don't know if you saw when Omier fouled out. I text you. Um, Carbello's on the floor singing "Na na na na." Hey hey, goodbye. So, uh, which triggered Arkansas <laughs> State's bench again? I'm sure. I'm sure it did. Um, yeah, that whole technical. It seems like it was dumb. Um, apparently, their players were yelling at him, and then he went over after his technical. Told the Underwood, "You got to love Underwood having his back, though." Um, I will give him that. So, uh, well, he but, knows he could kick the Arkansas State's coach's ass if he had to. And the Arkansas State coach, imagine wearing a polo 
like tight polo trying to act like you ripped when you got little chicken arms. I mean, what a loser. <laughs> God, that guy was a bum. Mm-hmm. He's not, but I hope he's listening to this because he's not going to have a job next season because not only does the team completely stink, nobody likes him. I'm sure he's listening. Good. Listen, um, Curbelo, uh, seven assists. He was really good. Made his, I think his first assist, first bucket was the past half court pass to Hawkins, uh, for the dunk. Uh, had a behind his head pass, a behind his back pass. Uh, everything that we thought Curbelo was going to be, he, he showed. Uh, but 0 for 4 from three. Not good. Not great. It's going to be hard to get that uh, percentage up with that. So, Yeah. Uh, 23 for 38 from the line as a team, by the way. Yeah. One guy yeah. missed six of those. Yeah. Curbelo missed two. Payne missed two. Bosman's Verdonk missed two. DeMonte missed two. Lee missed one. Yeah. And all the Five for 25 from three. Five for 25 A lot of threes. Um, and not making many of them. That's why I mean, Curbelo 0 for 4. You got Frazier 2 of 5. Uh, Plummer went 2 of 7 from 3. And DeMonte went 0 for 2 from 3. So, uh, I don't know. Get that. Get Just the, not know, make it. Get going, right? I mean, they got to. You would think so, yeah. I mean, if, if that's how they're going to shoot, they're going to lose the good teams. You can't yeah. shoot like that against good teams. Uh, I also Omar. think that you force more threes when you're winning by a billion. That's true. You might shoot Just more. messing around. Yeah. Uh, Omar Payne, six minutes, five points. Uh, got called for a couple questionable fouls. Um, he had two within under a minute into the second half to give him four. So um, he's got <laughs> – know. he just seems out of control a lot, you know? Well, he did hit a guy in the face last season, so control is not really his thing. I mean, I mean, purposely throwing an elbow is not the control I was th- thinking about. You know, well, it's I'm the same thing at this point. Standing and okay. They didn't need length in this game, so it didn't really matter how many minutes he played. Right. Because Arkansas State's a small team, just well, like the coach. Yeah, and uh, Bosman's for Donk had a good game. I mean, he came in and filled in that space, had – 10 rebounds again, two games in a row, 10 rebounds. So can't make free throws, but it's it's good. Yeah. He's kind of like an off brand Grandison, except he can't shoot. Like cutting, rebounding. He's bigger too, though. Yeah, he can't shoot though at all. Can't make any shots, can't make any free throws. Which is the opposite of Grandison, who, by the way, is the best player on the team right now. Just throwing that out there. He has been playing most consistent player. player. Yeah. And he does everything. I mean, and he's a true professional, you know, making buckets, getting rebounds. So four for uh, four from the line. Yeah. Doesn't miss free throws. He does not miss free throws. It's impressive. And I'd say really the only freshman um, with any impact was Goody again. So that's. Yeah. Pajinski or however you say his name, you know, it's just not, it's just, it's, he's not caught up yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he over three from the field. When he did get in, he I think he forced his shots, but they, I think he pulled back after he missed his second three. Um, he had an open one that he wouldn't take. So I don't know. I think he just gotta keep shooting in game situations to to get that figured out. So um and last of note, uh Ty Rogers was there. 
you know, the guy that's coming to Illinois. Jeremy uh, Richmond. <laughs> and apparently the uh, Orange Crust were chanting, we want Ty. Uh, a lot of speculation that he was going to commit today. Uh, I haven't heard that happened or anything like that, but uh, he was there, and uh, I guess that's a good sign. So, Yeah, the uh, only crystal ball on him is Michigan. Michigan. Yep. All right. Well, the guy that guy. the guy that's got to be a good sign, though, right? Usually, when Illinois gets the crystal ball, they don't get the it. MichiganInsider.com guy says. Michigan. When did he put that in? A long time ago. Okay. May May thirty first. <laughs> yeah. And he's seventy two for eighty nine, so that's not very good. Eighty percent is not very good for crystal balls. That guy's wrong. So uh four star Harvey Illinois, six seven. Seems like a good player. Seems yes. like he'd be good, good for the uh for the school. Number one player uh out of the state in his class. Yeah. Except now his state's Illinois, so he's not number one anymore, I don't think. It says number one. Mm. Does it say he's in Illinois or Michigan? Now it says two. Oh. It said one like five seconds ago, by the way. <laughs> it just changed. He must have committed to Illinois. They moved it. Uh, Jaden Shutt, who went, who's going to Duke, is number one. Okay. By the way, did you know that uh, AJ Casey is going to Miami? No, I did see that he visited Miami. It says AJ Casey signed uh, November tenth. What? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm very disappointed about this. Going there. <laughs> I I saw that he visited. I didn't know that he signed. You think that that would be pulled up somewhere? How was that not all over Twitter? Yeah, I'm very disappointed about this news. Huh. Don't huh. need him. He stinks. You heard He's it here first, folks. AJ hey, Casey's going. To... We're gonna get the number two player That's instead right. of number four. So how about that? He's not even that good anymore. Who wants him? He went to one twelve. He used to be like top ten. That's why I don't want him. Yeah. And what the hell school is this? Elon. <laughs> yeah, Ty Rogers is yeah. coming to Illinois. Trust me, it's gonna happen. There so, we go. Good luck to uh yeah. AJ Casey after he transfers um out of Miami after two years, maybe yeah. one. I mean, if I had the choice between uh Champaign, Illinois, and Miami, I'd go to Miami. It's college, that shouldn't Just matter, saying. especially because Miami stinks uh, at basketball. Terrible. With no signs of coming back to life. Well, they might have a sign now. They got AJ Casey. Yeah, number one, twelve players. The guy that you've, like been ba- you've been begging. Hey, for I him. didn't know he dropped a hundred. Begging spots. for him. <laughs> when I said AJ Casey, I mixed it up with Ty Rogers because they oh, both have that's right. two letters with their first name with how the people say it. Uh-huh. TJ or wait, T-Y. AJ and T. It's a big thing, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, gotcha. uh, so Illinois yeah. 2-0. Off to another 2-0 team. Tomorrow, yeah. Um, today. I saw them getting on their plane. So Gavit Games, which we'll go over the slate here, one of the worst slates for an event that you'll ever see, especially since they're acting like this is a big deal. It's pretty much the Big Ten Big East show-off yeah, I mean, uh, showdown. The, it's the Big East. You can't expect great games, right? Yeah, 15, 16, 17, they tied 4 4. Uh, Big 10 won 5 to 3 in 18 and 19, and it they was canceled last year. year. I was canceled. Say. 
Right. Yeah, Illinois is one and two in the Gavit games. Okay. I don't know who they played, but I could find out. They lost to Providence in 2015. Doesn't count. Um, they lost to De- – no, they beat DePaul. Okay, no way they lost to DePaul in 2017. And they lost to Georgetown in 2018. Once again, does not count. So – and they didn't play in count? the – because Illinois was terrible. Oh. Okay. So makes sense. That that's kind of how it goes. If they're bad, it doesn't count. <laughs> gotcha. Circumstances. Um, so we got Illinois and Marquette tomorrow. Uh, then that's followed by Providence and Wisconsin. So lacks a bit of firepower, I would say. Providence is meh. Wisconsin's meh. Marquette seems to be not so good. Illinois just seems to be an absolute wagon who might go undefeated. So that's kind of exactly. the idea there. Uh, and then on Tuesday you have Seton Hall, Michigan. Interesting game. Seton Hall's playing pretty well. Michigan's good. Creighton, Nebraska, Snooze Fest. Butler, Michigan State on Wednesday, Snooze Fest. St. John's, Indiana. I mentioned in that game, I think St. John's is pretty good. Um, yeah. Now, this is the worst game I've ever seen with the way these two teams have played DePaul and Rutgers. <laughs> I think the only <laughs> thing worse would actually. To, first to 30. The only thing that- worse would actually be Georgetown Rutgers, I think. Uh, Georgetown Rutgers lost to Dartmouth. Scored, did I see that right? Rutgers scored 16 points in the first half. Well, they uh, scored 48. They scored 48 overall, so 16 would not be. <laughs> 48 to 35, they beat Merrimack. And Georgetown just lost to Dartmouth, so Georgetown Rutgers would probably be worse. Then you have Xavier, Ohio State, which, yeah, the, 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 these matchups stink. I mean, the problem is that the Big East – after you eliminate yeah. Villanova, after you eliminate Villanova, Who's and not Villanova is not playing. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> right. Villanova, who, I mean, if they could actually make a damn shot, they probably would have beaten UCLA, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Illinois Marquette, both teams 2 0. Marquette, they beat Southern Illinois Edwardsville by 11. Uh, <laughs> Illinois probably would beat Southern Illinois by 40, but whatever. And they only beat New Hampshire by five. So, I think number one, this is the fact that Marquette lacks a overall, you know, roster's not that great. Um, and Shaka Smart implementing the system. He's only coached two games there. He's probably still getting everybody used to, you know, playing together because three of these guys are transfers and two of them are um, guys that haven't been there that long, freshmen, mm-hmm. but playing in year two for the most part. Um, Daryl Morsell has been a stud for them. Maryland transfer. He's a guy who's given Illinois some issues, especially last season defensively, uh, averaging 23 points per game, three and a half rebounds, three and a half assists. So he's going to start, obviously. Uh, And then you'll have Tyler Kolek, (laughs) George Mason transfer, eight and a half points, one and a half rebounds this season, 6'3", 190, year two, freshman, technically. Justin Lewis, same thing, freshman year two, 6'7", 245, 17 points, 11 rebounds, one assist. That'll be a good matchup there for probably Grandison, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Olivier Maxence Prosper, a tremendous name. 6'8", 220 freshman, seven and a half points, five and a half rebounds per game. And then uh, Oklahoma transfer starting at the five, 6'10", 215, Kerr Quaff. <laughs> uh, three and a half points, That's three rebounds. 6'10". So Quoth. he, uh, you know, not the best offensive player he's kind of like it pain except probably not as good okay defensively if i had to guess that would just be my guess maybe he is i don't know i don't really care at the end of the day but um let's see 
uh, Haslametrics and Ken Palm. Overall, Illinois on Haslametrics is number six. Ken Palm, they're number four. And Marquette's very confusing because the difference between Ken Palm and Haslametrics with Marquette is astounding. On Haslametrics overall, Marquette's number 59. On Ken Palm, they're number 95. Offensive <laughs> efficiency, Haslametrics has them at 72, 105 on Ken Palm. So another big difference in this one. I mean, I don't understand this at all. Defensive efficiency, Ken Palm number 88 for Marquette, Haslametrics number 38. So... Wow. I have no idea what to make of that. Uh, <laughs> Illinois Illinois on offense is 13 and 14 on there, and then seven on has the magic number one still on Ken Palm. So first game ever against a guy who everybody wanted when they hired Gross, which honestly without bad right. Gross was, I don't blame people for that. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, it, it sounds like Marquette likes the press, uh, kind of like Shaka when he was back at VCU. Um, but you got to think Illinois with Curbelo and and Frazier and probably Hawkins in the middle um, who can handle the ball well for as big as he is. Um, Illinois shouldn't have a problem beating the press. And if they get out in front and start going, I think they can put up a lot of points. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, shooting is going to be a big thing. Uh, you know, like we talked about the threes, uh, against Arkansas state, were not good. Um, but you know, Plummer starts seeing some go in. I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to get it going. I felt like Plummer and, and I noticed this in his, uh, like game tape from last year, he takes a lot of offset three, like where he's not set, he's fading away or fading to the right. Um, I think if he gets his feet set. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be a big part of this team, and and Illinois is gonna need him to do more than two for seven. I mean, that's basically we talked about having him as a shooter, um, you know, and losing uh, Ace Wolf to <laughs> LSU. Um, basically, he kind of put up the same numbers as him. So, uh, I but I but I think Illinois is gonna get out and run on it. I don't think that. Shock is going to be able to run the the press defense like he likes to against Illinois. I think Illinois' guards are going to be too good for him. They've never played him. They played Texas a few years before he got there when Rick Barnes was there, and they played VCU a few years after he left when Will Wade, who's a fraud who should be fired, was there, mm-hmm. who's at LSU now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, first game with fans on the road in yeah. a long time. So that'll be a big factor, I think. Um yeah. Really, how many like true non-conference road tests do they have? Like, not much. No, uh, this is one of them because you have the Hall of Fame Classics in neutral site. You have Missouri, which is I mean, it's in St. Louis, but there'll be a lot of fans from it's both sides. It's half there. and half, yeah. yeah. I mean, they basically split that place in half. So, and then Notre Dame is that a home game? It is right. It's home, so, yep. Yep. yeah, I don't know. Not a lot of true non-conference road tests, and you know. I know that a lot of people think that you need one, and I, I agree. Like a team like this needs one, like what Texas did to go into yeah. Gonzaga and just get wiped off the map. That'd be good for them. And I and I think that you know last year going on those road games, I mean, going into Duke and winning, I mean that doesn't happen usually. And and how many? Times it still would have happened. How many times did Duke lose last year though? where, you know, if they had their crowd, they, you know, so it, it will make a difference. It, these guys haven't played around it in a year. So, um, but well, I, I guys, guys, the freshman, the freshman in Curbelo have never played around it. True. That's a big factor. I mean, Plummer's playing in the Pac-12. How many huge venues yeah. with fans were there at right. first when he was I mean, there? I mean, Oregon? 
Carmelo got, and I know it's not the same, but he in the Big Ten tournament. There yeah, fans. Um, but there there are probably more Illinois fans at that than anything. So, I I think that I I think Illinois is going to be fine. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. I think they're an eight and a half point favorite right now. So, um, I think Illinois is going to win handily. I'm going to I'm going to take Illinois eighty seven seventy. So, I mean. I don't know if no, I you like don't think they're going to score that much, but um, I did have an 87 75, and then I'm like, Marquette put up 75 against uh, Edwardsville or, or against New Hampshire. I'm like, Illinois is definitely going to hold them for, for 70 or less. Yeah, I think no uh, I'm a little worried about Illinois' offense in terms of shooting. I think that Marquette's going to be a team that defends a lot better than the other opponents that Illinois played. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that this is a game that Marquette you'd think would wake up for home game against a team that's top 15 in the country, probably top 10. You would think, I think they'll probably be number 10. Should tomorrow. Be. Yeah. I don't know. There's no justification for Illinois to be behind Kentucky anymore. I mean, right. yeah, it doesn't matter. Kentucky, I don't care who they lost to. They lost to Duke. Uh, we don't even know how good Duke is. They look good, but. You never know. Want, yeah, well, Duke was down to Campbell or whatever. Yeah, they only beat Campbell by seven or something. Yeah, Duke, maybe I don't know. Yeah, they they did uh, beat them by eleven. Eleven, but they were down at half. I'm pretty sure. And Duke, I'm surprised at how hard Duke's non-conference schedule is. I feel like they don't really try to do that much in non-conference schedule wise. Yeah. But they play Ohio State and Gonzaga, so. And there's teams that I feel don't like Duke doesn't have to. I mean, they're going to play in yeah. ACC, Illinois. You know, they're going to play in the Big Ten. You don't need it. You know, Texas, Gonzaga, like Gonzaga needs those games. So the funny, I, the the thing that sucks about that is I kind of wish we could see Gonzaga try to go to Cameron Indoor, but that's a game in Vegas mm. at T-Mobile. That would be sweet. See what Gonzaga do there. I still think they would win because Gonzaga is that much better. But who knows? I, I wish Illinois would have a big yeah. game like that, like Baylor last season. But yeah, it is what it is. I agree. Um, and I wonder what that Baylor game would have been like with a full capacity. Was that game in Indianapolis? It was uh, somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's where it was last year, right? Indianapolis. Yeah, I think because there was the Gonzaga West Virginia game or something mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, Illinois goes to Marquette tomorrow. That game is at uh, 6 p.m. Central. And uh, this will be the last game without Kofi. It'll be last game within a week because they play Monday and Tuesday the week after. So they'll have a bit of a break after this. Be nice to be 3 0 going to the Hall of Fame Classic. You mm-hmm. seem to be very confident in that. Very um, much. Good teams win, great teams cover. I don't know if Illinois is going to cover. The eight and a half. If Are it you is not calling Illinois great? Ouch. Seven point wins not without Kofi. They're they're just really good without Kofi, right? Great. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. That's, it works. that's your reasoning. Absolutely. I didn't even think of that. Now I'm gonna go ahead and run with that. So, all right. Uh, I guess our next episode will be probably a few days after this. Maybe give a little. Try to be like right in the middle. Of yeah, Wednesday. The Marquette game and then the next game. So Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday, somewhere around there. We'll talk about the game. They better win. If they don't, I'll have some things to say, I'm sure. Uh, we yeah. all will. They better win. And, um, yeah, Illinois Marquette tomorrow. We're going to watch it. We'll we'll tweet about it, and then we'll probably do a watch party for the Hall of Fame Classic. So, okay, bye. <laughs>